Hi, and welcome to the Tell It Like It Is, the Kingdom Way program. And I'm Apostle Dr. I'm Apostle Baker J. Baker, who is a doctor in psychology. And first thing I want to do is to tell you, ask you to ask you to please share this program. I have my brother, my friend on this program with me, Apostle Calvin Cook, who will be with us until God says we're finished. He's just so excited about that. And so am I. And we're here to provoke you to think about how you think about the kingdom of God, how you think about the word of God, how you think about your life and where are you in the scheme of things? Uh, are, are you a baby? Are you a teen or are you a mature person to how you think about the ascension gifts and all of these things and why we get into these ruts where we think and we act a certain way and that way is the way of the the uh un ungodly and the so-called christian and i have apostle calvin cook that's coming on right now and he is going to take us through the tabernacle and take us through these age things and he's just going to break it down so welcome 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 my brother and my friend hi Hey, Dr. Baker, Apostle, uh, in the Manteca region of California. Uh, bless you today. How are you? I'm well. I'm well. I'm well. I sure oh, like you treat me. I'm just so glad to be in your company. God put us together. It was so neat being with you uh, weeks ago in Sacramento with uh, your wife. I just had so much fun with her. And it was like, uh, you know, the, the way that friendship and family is, it doesn't matter how long you've been apart, you just get together and it's as if no time has passed at all. No, it was a good time. It's a good yeah, time. It was. We enjoyed, it was. We enjoyed the fellowship. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, so where are you taking us today? We're taking us, you're, you're going to explain some things because there were some things that you said on our last program that I don't think people get, you know, sometimes as people get into <coughs> um, words and they act like they know what it is that we're talking about. They act like they really know what a technon is, what uh, what a napios is, what a, what a, uh, uh, um, um, what a mature son is, uh, uh, and, and all of these different things as to uh, John talked about all of these things in in um, uh, in, in in his word. And so uh, and how it operates in the tabernacle that certain things cannot go into cer certain age groups can't go into certain places as you started to break down so brilliantly last week. So anyway, uh, I'm going to mute myself so that you can continue on. I'm going to slow down. First of all, I, I, I get. I get so wired up uh, and I want, because I studied, I, I got a lot of information in my computer bank, in my brain, mm -hmm. and I have to learn how to pace myself so that I don't overwhelm myself as well as those that are listening. Well, but, I want you to slow down. Okay, I'll speak that into you and then you'll be able to do it. Slow down, brother. And so now you'll be able to do it. So slow down and teach my brother. You'll be able to do it because you've always been obedient. And so since you're obedient now, I give you permission to slow down. So go for it now. And that way we can take Yeah, that way we will. We are taking our time. You act like you're in a hurry to get away from me. And no, so no, I'm just glad you gave me permission. I mean, I'm waiting on the permission. Oh, okay. Now you got the permission to slow down. So we, we good. We good. Go for it. 
Frederick, did you talk to her? I asked you to last week. I don't know. If <laughs> I'm gonna help him. You know, he and I are going to start this this wealth program. I mean, this this um this business uh, kingdom uh, prosperity, riches, and honor program. And we do. He's gonna ask you for prayer. I know he is. Okay. So he's gonna ask you for prayer because he's gonna be with me a long time too. So it'll be it's okay. okay. Here we go. Here we go. All right. First of all, let me go back and set the premise of purpose. Uh, what I would say today is that the purpose of the church age is to call from the nations of the earth. I know we come out of heaven. I understand that. And elect. Each of the elect is to be ministered to. This is, this is what the gifts are for. By the gifts of the ministries. The gifts in ministries are supposed to equip the people with God's gifts of preparation and growth in maturity. And these gifts would help them grow up into the stat, the word of knowledge, the, the signs and wonders were supposed to take place among the people first. How can you give somebody something that you haven't received yourself? And we got so many people in the body of Christ trying to give something away. They have not yet fully received. And when they did receive it, they were babies and didn't know what to do with it. That's what the word napios means. It means you're a child and you are an heir. But the, if you look at the definition in the Greek, it means mindless, immature. Why does it say mindless? This is that's because you don't have a mind, but you don't have his mind about how to handle your assignment. That's why it says, let this mind be in you. And that means you have to grow up and to be renewed in the spirit of your mind so that there could be a walk. Because without the agreement in mind, you can't walk together with him in the spirit. Your mind has to be renewed to be able to be led by the spirit. Otherwise, you have duality. You'll be led by how you feel. You'll be led by other people who are stronger than you. Uh, the enemy will send strong-minded people to you and lead you away from your purpose. Now, and so, the, and, and so these ministries are the gifts given by the spirit until he or she comes to maturity as measured by the stature of the fullness of Christ. Now, remember, that's the measure, body of Christ. It has nothing to do with how long you've been in the church, how long you've been in the ministry. The, the, the proof of you being uh, commissioned and sent forth from the body of Christ has to do with your maturity. You're not a technon. You're not a napios. You're not a pation. Come on. Or, or paeus, P-A-I-S. You're not one of those. Uh, even though those people are heirs, those different levels of maturity are heirship. But the only son that we read about in the Bible that received full portion was Wehas, which simply means the full grown son are the ones that get the assignment because they're less likely to bring shame to the name of Christ because they've matured in his nature and they know how to use the gifting. Let me give you this purpose. Let me give it to you today uh, so it makes more sense. When the Apostle Paul sets forth the various gifts and ministries uh, and uh, ministries of the body of Christ, he stipulates that their purpose is to bring each of us to the stature of the fullness of Christ. That's their purpose now. We see people get business cards, setting up meetings and auditoriums around the world to, to exercise a gift this was supposed to be used to equip the saints, not entertain them or make them chase after the one who had the gift. Now, we know it's out of order right now. I don't care if you like this or not. 
it's out of order because that once you violate purpose and once you don't understand purpose, there's inevitable going to be a violation. And when we now let me read on here. Now watch this. For some reason, perhaps because of a humanistic desire to save souls, to win people to Christ, we speak of God-given talents of the members of the churches as being the purpose of evangelizing. But this is not what the scripture states. If we do not go by the Bible, how can we expect God to bless us and make us successful? I did not say that it wasn't important for us uh, uh, to go into the world and make disciples, commanding them to keep the word of Jesus Christ. We are to do this. We are to preach the gospel to every creature because we do not know whom the Lord has chosen for his church. But if we if we look carefully, though, we'll find out that Paul was explicit as his instructions to the body of Christ. So they would no longer be tossed to and fro by the slay of men's tongues uh, to, to every wind of doctrine. In other words, there's a lot of false doctrine and misleading do and doctrine that's true, but stated out of timing, which could be considered false. Uh, some things people are saying are true, but the context is not right. Things aren't right according to the pattern. And so I'd like to, if I can, I'm going to put all this other stuff away so I don't get distracted this week. I got so much stuff. I'm just going to do this today. What I, what I looked at as we were talking about maturing, that's, that's our job, Bonnie Christ. And one of the reasons you see so much chaos is immature people are apostles. Immature people are prophets. It, we, we didn't have oversight. We didn't have fathers. I'm not mad at anyone, but if you don't deal with the problem, it's going to get exasperated. It's going to get larger. It's going to get more out of control. And, and then God will have to bring judgment to the house of God. He tells us that judgment does not mean destruction. Why would God build a house and tear it down? He's not. But he will remove furniture. He will remove things that are unclean. He will remove things that have nothing to do with purpose. And that doesn't mean God is angry, but God is a purposeful God. Because all things work together for them that love God and are called. He wants all of us to have uh, the full fulfillment of his purpose. And to be able to do that, he'll have to clean the house. He'll have to, ch he'll have to change some paradigms and reconstruct some 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 things they're doing and a new building program is going to take place that's what i would talk to you about because part of this building program is that uh he watch what he says here i'm gonna just read the scripture and he says this he says uh since god does not dwell in temples made with men's hands Acts 748 he said the most high dwelleth not in temples made with hands we need to stop right now because we got a whole bunch of buildings built with men's hands and we're calling that the church. Now watch carefully here. It says, since he's not building uh, temples and he, he told Solomon to build him a house, then at, at the most, it could be a type of the true depth dwelling place he wanted us to get a model of. God uses models. First, he teaches us natural things to give us an understanding of his spiritual movements in the earth. There's always going to be a natural rip. Adam was the first man from the earth, earthy, and Jesus was a quickening spirit uh, uh, from heaven. Amen. He was heaven's man. Listen to me. He was, oh, uh, you're going to get mad at me? Oh, my God. Yes, he was in Jerusalem, but he didn't come from there. He's from heaven. 
He told you, my kingdom is not of this world. It's I, I, I'm not from here. He said, you're from here and I'm not. So there's going to be some real things. You're going to have to reconstruct your thinking on how to serve me, how to establish my kingdom, how to let me live through you instead of you using me to live. And all these different things that's been going on. People are using Jesus He and you're his vessel. You're not the potter. He's the potter and you're the one that he's forming and fashioning to do his will in the earth. And let me keep going here. And so which is the human being, the everlasting house of an of, of everlasting God. And Jesus is speaking to the Jews in two, uh, uh, second, uh, no, John chapter 2, verse 19, 21. He answered and said to them, destroy this temple, and in three days I will raise it up. Then said the Jews, 46 years was this temple in building, and you will rear it up in three days? But he spoke of the temple being the body. He's talking about your body, body of Christ. Church, listen to me. He's not talking about you bragging about something you built. How is the building program going on with you? Are you being built up to be a holy habitation under God? Are you obedient to the Spirit of God in you? Are you be, are, are you are you walking in His divine nature? Are you walking in the fruit of His Spirit? Come on, have you, are you using your gifts to bring attention to yourself? Are you using it to mature the body? Listen, this is the motive. Why? Am I using these gifts? Why am I proud about my gifts? Why do I call myself this or call myself that? Because that draws attention to us rather than to him. He, listen to me, before you could go into the holy, put that tabernacle back up, Mr. Joe. I like Mr. Joe. He helps me uh, with my sister. Come on, Mr. Joe. Help her brother out. <laughs> now watch. <laughs> So what, what, what am I saying? Uh, see, when you go into the outer court, you deal with sin at the, brazen, at, the, at, the, at the altar there. It's called the brazen altar. Then the brazen labor, you deal with self. So you die to self, sin and you die to self. There's one more death. There's always a trinity in death. Now that you've died to sin and you've died to self, you got to die in your soul. 53, Isaiah 53, 10. It says that Jesus, uh, Father was pleased at, at the travail of Jesus' soul because his offering was an offering for sin. His soul was an offering for sin. I, I thought Jesus was offering for his sin. Yes, that's his part in your life. But you must offer your soul. What does that mean? That means you must go to God. Listen to me and say, God, people are talking about I know how to teach. And people are saying, I walk in your gifts. And people are drawn to me because I'm an apostle and I'm a prophet. And I, he said, but what I'm going to do, God, not my will be done, but your will. I'm going to give these gifts back to you. I'm going to strip myself down. Oh, glory to God. I'm going to strip myself down so that when I come to you, the only thing you see is the sun. You don't see any of my accomplishments. You don't see any of my accolades or my whatever it is that draws attention to me. Why? I left me out in the outer court and I denied him a right to express himself to someone who already knows everything. So what I'm going to do, Father, I'm going to give you back these gifts. And as you feel fit and as you want to give back to me according to your will, 
Let me use them for your glory. Let me use them for the advancement. Let me use them to bring the body of Christ to maturity. Let me use them, oh God, for the kingdom of God to advance. Let me use your glory to glorify you in a greater way than I've ever glorified you before. Use me now, God, that I've given you everything back, God. And this is why... We are missing it because we're going in there and we're arrogant. Well, you know, I prophesied to 300 people last night in the meeting. Every one of those rascals got a word from God. And you're just so cocky and arrogant because you got these things don't belong to you. They were given to you as a stewardship. They're not yours. Even the prophetic and the apostolic are until the saints are mature. I think one of the reasons the saints aren't getting mature because you want to hold on to those gifts and those titles longer than you're supposed to. But he said you're only to use them until you disappear. That's what that means. He said prophecies, they shall cease. Come on. He said this stuff shall cease in the Corinthians 13th letter. And it looks like we want them to continue on. We're printing more cars. We got more brochures. We got bigger websites. We are Hall of Famers. But yet in the example of God, we're supposed to disappear, not in decrease, but di disappear altogether. It's called death to self, death to sin, and death to your soul. And that's how we got put out the garden. Adam found an expression rather than to express the will of God. He expressed the appetite he had to eat a particular uh, something that he was forbidden. And because he expressed himself, he was put out. And how many of you think, how many of us think that we can go into God and express ourselves? and he didn't bring you in there to express yourself? He came in there that you might be a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto him, which is your reasonable service, see? And we thought it was for us. No, he doesn't need you and me. We're, we're expendable. Please hear me. You're expendable. I'm expendable. Huh? Yeah, that's right. If you don't get it done right, he'll raise somebody else up by the crowd. He is not out of resources. We need him. We need him. And when you have that kind of understanding about the prayer life, I'm so careful about my prayer life by the crowd. I'm, yes, I can relate to, I talk to God about anything I want to. That's not an assignment. That's called a relationship. But when I'm on assignment, when I know I'm supposed to be interceding, I don't be yelling at God. I come in agreement with him. Then I whisper. Sometimes I whisper. Sometimes I say it out loud so, because it's an assignment. And yes, he's, already, yes. he's already stamped it. You, you're not hearing what I'm saying. But if I if I just want to be with daddy and just like this morning, I said, God, I just want to love on you a little bit. You got time. Uh, you know, I just want and I, I, you know, he knows me. I can't fake and phony him. He knows everything about me. He knows I know the reality of a changed life. He knows that transformation is his goal. He knows all this other stuff he sees is that bluff and that, that Hollywood glitter and glamour type church. He's not into that. He wants Jesus to get the glory out of your life. He wants Jesus to get the full glory out of your life. He said, it's not your life anyway. It was redeemed and bought with a price. You're not your own. You can't present you no more. You can't brand you no more. You can't make yourself any more popular. You got to stop doing all that. We don't need to do that. We don't need to do that. We need to change. And when we change, then heaven will recognize you. 
and heaven's benediction will fall on you and the favor of God will come upon you and the glory of God will come upon you and men will see you not because of what you did because the light of his glory will shine upon you and you will be able to go into any setting, any political setting, any setting anywhere and people will know that you are a representative, an ambassador of Christ because not because you got cars and not because you have a website. It's because the glory of God is on you and they will know that you are a representative of God and that you are a son of God and the words you speak are not your own but they're the father's words and these deeds I'm about to do these healings you're about to see these signs and wonders that are about to be revealed have nothing to do with me they're my fathers they're my father it has nothing to do with how many people I prophesy to or where I come from and where I'm going this stuff belongs to God this is heaven's expression in the earth this is heaven revealing the power and the glory of the Father and the Son for people to be touched and moved by the power of God. This is God expressing himself, and he's trying to let us know that he gave that expression to Israel, and they became elitism. They misunderstood why they were peculiar. They misunderstood why they were special people. They began to believe the press about themselves. And many of you still believe you want to be a Jew today, but God didn't call you to be a Jew. He called you to be a son. You better hear me now with your hard hit itself, trying to bring culture in this when this is a spiritual journey. Amen. He's looking for sons in the earth, not another natural man. He's had his opportunity. Now he's looking for sons of God in the earth of God. No daughters of God. They're sons of God. He didn't say he won't bring any daughters to glory. He's bringing people, just like I'm part of the bride, you got to be part of the sonship. Are you tracking with me? We got all this confusion and these people trying to be, when they're politically correct in what they say, they might lose something. We're going to have to lose some folk along this journey. Everybody's not ready for the gospel of the kingdom of Jesus Christ. Amen. But you find this gospel being propagated in the wilderness of Sinai. Back then, he says something in the fourth chapter of Exodus. That he says, listen to me, what shall I tell the Pharaoh about my people? He said, tell Pharaoh, let Israel, my son, go. What do you mean, Israel, my son? Inside the captivity of those people that were enslaved in Egypt was the son of God. Seed was in the woman. It was in, it, even though they were slaves, the seed of God was in those people. He said, let my son go. He said, if you don't let my son go, your firstborn will die. He said, if you don't let my son live, your son can't live either. Glory to God. It's always been about sonship. It's always about advancing the kingdom with the sons of God. And, and this proof text is in the wilderness of Sinai. It's all about sons who get their father's voice. It's all about people who get the voice of their fathers. In the outer court, it's little children. In the church age is young men, but when you get to the Holy of Holies, there's no little children can go in there, and there's no young men, only the voice of the Father. That's why Jesus said, I know I've been with the Father because he gave me his voice. The words you hear me, as a matter of fact, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. We have a dual voice. We have a dual uh, nature. Every, every, our natures are one. Every, everything about us, I didn't mean to use the word dual, but you couldn't tell them apart. Because they were in the right image, the exact image of creation. They were, they were the, Jesus was creation walking with two feet. That's why the devils were screaming at him. 
You were there when you create. Oh my God, you, Jesus. So they knew by nature. They knew him by nature. That's what's happening to the church. One of these days, you're going to step out of your house and somebody's going to recognize you, not by color, not by gender, but by the nature of the one that saved you. You're going to be identical. identical. Not by no Negro, not by no colored, not by no names we give, racist. No, you're going to be known because you're going to be just like the one who saved you. Bless God forevermore. <laughs> Glory to God. He got a yeah, I'm glad you slowed down. I'm really oh, glad yeah. you slowed I mean, down. But I, I might have lied. Yeah, you did. Identical, identical, identical. My God, my God, my God. I, I keep hearing that word. Go ahead. Go ahead. We still, you still going. got some minutes. Go ahead. We're going that way. We're going that way. And so, uh, when we see the tabernacle in the wilderness, we see the church, we see the body of Christ, and we see the human being, because that's the final temple. The church is built, he's building the church to build the body of Christ, the bends, the sons of that, amen. And he, he, when you're built up by the apostolic fivefold ministry teams, ATMs, apostolic team ministry, he said, when that's done, then the human beings will yield and understand that they are being built up. That's the job of the fivefold ministry. He says that you're being built up on the cornerstone, cornerstone being Jesus, the, the apostle and prophets being foundational stones. What are you being built up for? Ephesians chapter 2 says, to be a holy habitation unto God in the spirit. That's why it's taking long. We don't want to yield up our uh, the, the, thing, the thing we think we got control, like we got a little money in the natural realm, we want to hold on to that because that's the people recognize you by what you drive and where you live and what kind of house you live in. And so this is my, I get my identity from my money. I get my identity from being an apostle. Oh my God, I'm an apostle. They call me, don't call me uh, Calvin, call me apostle. Don't call me this, call me that. No, shut up. You, you are only temporarily that you're that's not your permanent name <laughs> i oh my god dr mickey you stirred up something in me uh it, it uh it, it, it's something that i i have seen the lord let me know that i disappeared one time i was crying dr baker i said dr baker uh, I deny myself and I was doing this and, and, and Kenneth Hagin was teaching uh, speak to the mountain. And so I said, and it will disappear. So I said, Lord, I speak to the mountain and I command it. He said, do it for seven days. So for seven days, speak to the mountain and it shall disappear. And the Holy Ghost told me, be quiet, Calvin. And I said, Lord, what's wrong? He said, don't say that anymore, Calvin. I said, but, but the man of God said, he said, I said, don't say that anymore. I said, why not, Lord? He said, because you're right now, you're the mountain that's in the way. And if I if I make it be removed, you're going to disappear because you are the biggest problem you have named Calvin. I don't think you heard what I said. And some of us try to do this Adam and Eve thing. Oh, the woman died. Oh, it's the kid. Oh, it's the mother people's at the church. Oh, it's them folk that I'm all messed up. No, 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 no. 
you need to disappear and then everything is going to be all right. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Once Hallelujah. You come to the, I know you haven't been in the Holy of Holies because you're still full, so full of yourself. I know you haven't been in the Holy of Holies because you don't even talk like God. Hallelujah. You're, you're still talking about your color. You're still talking about your, you, you want a woman's ministry and you want to have a men's ministry. That means you ain't been changed. Because when you oh come Oh my gosh, the, we're out of time. You want to have is the ministry of concern. Apostle, apostle, we're out uh, of time. Yes, we are. We're out of time. This is Apostle Baker J. Baker and Apostle Calvin Cook, who has been, uh, he has been blowing it up, just releasing what God has in him. But don't dismay. He will be back next time when we are here telling it like it is the I kingdom way. Beg your pardon? I said I wanted to promise. You ain't going to no Bahamas. Well, you ain't going to no Bahamas unless you're going to take your 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 thing with you, your your uh 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 deal with you. You can be in the Bahamas. You can be anywhere you want to. But you're going to be here next week when we're here telling it like it is the Kingdom way. Share this with your friends. Bye bye, people. Say bye bye. <laughs>